Nick, have you heard? Heard what? The Bishop and the Gator are in stores. Oh, I did hear that. Brick and mortars, baby. Yeah, they're available right now at Riverman Cigar Company and Lit Cigars, The Smoke Pit, Man Cave Cigars, Smokers Alibi, and our friends over at Max Smoke Shop. Way cool. You need to go to those stores and you need to get yourself a Bishop or a Gator. They're fantastic cigars. Why not both? Should be both. I'm saying. You can also get them at martinascigars.com. Check them out today. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. You know it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... It's Gator. He's pinging on all cylinders today, guys. Like, just all cylinders. I'm playing your last nerve like oh, a fiddle. Oh, like a fiddle. But anyway, with us today, in person, special guest... Dave Rivera, Sales and Marketing Director for uh, Martinez Cigars. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing good, guys. Enjoying the, enjoying the weekend here in St. Louis. Having a good weekend, hanging out with the guys, Dan here at Riverman, and uh, just uh, enjoying the weekend, like we, I said. Have you are. seen how Nick treats me? I, <laughs> yeah, but come on, Dave. Okay, so let, let's back up. Have oh, you boy. seen how here Jeff acts? Yes, anyway. yes, yes, yes. Uh, Jeff, Jeff has uh, needs very... Special need, special care. Saying Jeff's a special needs child. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he has he, he has demands on where we go, things and how we do things. It's pretty yes. interesting. Yes, we'll get to all that. So first, though, <laughs> we're smoking a really special cigar. Oh yes, we are. Yes, we are. What are we smoking, Dave? We're uh, smoking our new release that's going to be coming out at the end of May. This is the TPE cigar. This that is we've the TPE all been yeah. that we've been Talking teasing yes. for like a year now. Yes, yes. This is the TPE cigar. COVID uh, shut it down for a little bit. Okay, but now uh, it's ready, and um, we're releasing and having you guys smoke it for the first time. So okay, so I'm gonna the, the go for it. Patrimonial, patrimonial, yep. Patrimonial. I need to get mine out of the cellophane. <sighs> no, it didn't come in a cellophane. Yeah. It's in cellophane. It didn't come in cellophane. You put it in cellophane. I did not. <laughs> the the man himself said that it didn't come in cellophane. Dave, did it come in cellophane? It did. It did. God <laughs> damn it, Dave. <laughs> it's really in more, there. I've been siding more with Jeff this weekend, haven't I? You have been. I thought so. You have been. Yeah. Well, I mean, right's right and wrong's wrong. Got it. Jesus. Nice. All right. So. What would you, what is this? Five five and a half? This six? is a five by fifty four. It's a Gordo um Robusto. Mm, it's a it smells um, good. Yeah, it smells really good. It does. Got that little sweet smell to it. Uh-huh. Mm. Um it's a Dominican I mean Nicaraguan and um uh Dominican filler, Cubanito, and then you have a Nicaraguan binder and then now you have a Brazilian Arapiaca uh wrapper and also comes in a San Andreas Maduro. We also have it in a um, torpedo, a uh, six by oh, fifty-two. Okay. Oh, cool! Very cool. Well, I can't. It's a good-looking stick. It is yeah. well you constructed, know, and the band is really cool with the just basic blue and white going yeah. on there. That's really neat. And it's not your typical paper they use for your. Uh, yeah, it feels a little th- maybe thicker. It's like a little vinylish. Little, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Very cool. Yep. Spiffy. So why don't we go ahead and give this guy a cut and a light, and we can get going. And the official cutting is brought to us by Dan the Man Ponder over at Riverman Cigar Company. Over at, we're there now. Well, that's my point. You know, Dan has been a gracious host this weekend, and uh, 
you know, he's 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 happy. He he's actually got to try this cigar. Yes. And yeah, what what were his his thoughts? He loved it. From what he told me, he really loved the smoke okay. and um, he loved the, the the body, the taste of it, and just really enjoyed it. And I was happy to hear that from him because. We do value a lot what Dan says. He really likes her. He loves that New York City blend. Yep. Um, and this one he really enjoyed, and I was happy to hear that. Very cool. Well, Dan's got a full selection of Martinez cigars, as well as a lot of other cigars here in his uh, humidor. And let me tell you guys, the weather today has been a little rainy, but in, in general, that but doesn't, nice. but it doesn't yeah. matter at Dan's place because he's got that 1,500 square foot covered patio. When we got here, there were plenty of people sitting out front enjoying that, and there were a nice group of people sitting back in the lounge. So the place is getting social and hopping again. And if you're in the St. Louis area, you need to swing by Riverman Cigar Company and check it out. Say hi to Dan. Say hi to Miss Cindy and Jane. And uh, light up a cigar and enjoy it. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, but you want to support a really awesome brick and mortar, Give Dan a call. He can get a box of cigars sent to you right away. And, uh, you know, you can get some of those Martinez cigars and various things that maybe you don't have in your area. So, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Now, I've been looking forward to this because Dave gave us these cigars yesterday. Yes, and, and he, we were and good. He, he wanted us to smoke these yesterday. I he, we were good. He was like dying for us to smoke these right off the bat when we got when we picked them up from the airport and uh you know we said no we said no we want to um smoke them on the show give our initial impressions right there on the show yep and make sure that everybody got to hear exactly our thoughts as they were were happening yeah as they are presented. Just like the 45, I guess I guess we could do the same thing. I, it, oh, it oh, is. We did. Yep. You know yeah. what? Exactly. You're right. You're right. This is yeah. very similar to how we did the uh, the 45 that time. And that worked out well for you. It really did. It. You, you, guys, think, you think you're going to be lucky twice? I think so, man. I'm really confident on this. This just knocked it out of the park. You know, we had about five different uh, samples of this. And each time we changed it. And uh, the last sample he made of it was... It was a burner. It it was strong as anything. So he changed it up a little bit and then really, I think, really did a great job. He's been knocking out a park with the you know last five blends he's been doing. And we've been getting a lot of great feedback on all the cigars. So I'm really excited to get everybody's opinion on this and see what you guys think. I noticed it. we all went V-cut. Yes. So All right. Well, cold draw cold time, gentlemen. Cold draw. <laughs> what are you getting? I don't know. Maybe like a bitters, like almost baker's chocolate kind of bitter chocolate. Maybe. Jeff's over there filleting his cigar. I would actually go along with you on that. Wow. Yeah. Is that, are we in the wheelhouse there? It's in that little sweetness realm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I always say I'm not that guy that can tell you these little notes in terms of <laughs> peanuts and do stuff the, like that. Do but. the uh, cold retro. You'll pick it up. Okay. It's like a nice salted dark chocolate. Yep. All right. Well. Interesting. Very interesting. Light away. Well, yeah. We're going to light away. Get this guy rolling. Do, do, do. I'm gonna, you're going torch. I'm going to go soft flame. You do that. Yep. I mean, considering you already jacked up one of my <laughs> lighters today. I was nowhere near that lighter. So, guys. But it turned into a hand grenade. Jeff likes to <laughs> screw with the adjustment wheel on the bottom of my lighters. And he... Uh, They're never high enough. Mm-hmm. He likes to turn them up as high as they'll go. Because That's what he, God uh, intended. 
he really enjoys he seeing created lighters. He really enjoys seeing like a ten or eleven inch it flame coming off that lighter. And uh, at some point, he got a hold of this lighter of mine. No, I didn't. And must have somehow broken the adjustment Never wheel on that the bottom. Lighter. And so what happened was the lighter. It was like, I mean, I haven't seen a flame like that come out of a lighter like that before. It- it was about 12 inches. It was a solid foot off of the lighter. And, I mean, it was an intense flame. And to the point, um, I, for full disclosure, we were at the Hill Cigar Company. Mm-hmm. We were there earlier today, and we planned to go over to Lit Tomorrow, kind of taking Dave around all the shops here in town. And to the point that Jess at the Hill said, don't burn the shop down. Yeah, like, she's just <laughs> like, that's not safe. There was a monster. She's flame. like, that's not safe. Be careful. And so at this point... We determined that Jeff broke the wheel. No, I didn't touch it. We can no longer ratchet it down. It's stuck in that position. Just to so try to fix it. That's when I. That's when I just gave Jeff the lighter and gave away my last Vertigo cyclone. Well, he tried blaming me. Yeah, I know. You he had it. He, he's me. blamed everybody but himself. But and the I thing wasn't is, in possession or touching the lighter <laughs> at any what, point Jeff? today. At this point, it was broken. It's the boy who cried wolf because you have dicked with those lighters so many times. I don't believe you. There's so much not true. I mean, I sat down and light my cigars. I didn't have a light. You handed me the lighter, and then I never. I did not hand you that vertigo. Just, just went to hell from there. I tried turning it down, and it just went higher. Yeah, (laughs) I know. So when I tried to strike it again and show everyone that it was fine, it. Like engulfed my entire hand in flames. Yeah, and that was the moment we determined this is no longer. That safe. was the end of that. No lighter. longer safe to play with. Yeah. So we it had a burial. It, it's it, gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. And now some poor trash truck's going to explode <laughs> when the compactor portion of it smashes <laughs> it. You know, because it's probably got pent up gas and butane in the in the patented Vertigo big ass tank. It was know. no longer safe to leave in the lounge. No, for someone no. else to pick up by accident. No. So. Yeah, no. it could not become a house lighter. No. It would singe somebody's hair. Or well, blow up in your hand. I yeah. showed you yeah. my hand. I had singed hair on my you knuckles. Did. Yeah, you did. It, you it, did. It did some damage. And I got to give a quick shout out. So there were a couple of cats with us in the uh, lounge over at the hill um, that uh, I want to give a quick mention to because they're, they're going to be listening to the show. We had Alex in from New York, which was really cool because Dave got to talk to him about the city and different things and tell him about their shop at Martinez out there. But uh, Alex was in from New York because he's graduating from Webster University. Yeah. And then we also had Jose, a good friend of his. I'm assuming they went to college together. Ow. But a good friend of his that was up from Carbondale, Illinois, where he works down there. So uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Alex and Jose. And they watched this all go down. They did. They watched And they the watched me thing. get blamed for something I had nothing to do with. No. And then watched the lighter blow up in my hand. No, they watched it all go down. They know that it's your fault. I don't so, think that's accurate. Well, you're um, trying to get him on your side. That's what you were trying to that's do. That's exactly. And he's doing it now. Exactly. He's, he's <laughs> even doing it now. They saw it happen in real yeah, time. What they saw go down is what we just described. Dave, did you ever see me in contact with that lighter before you had it? Yes. What? You handed it to him and he handed it to me. No, I never had I never had his version. I was using the red one that was the house lighter that was running low on butane. It might have been my glasses. I didn't have my glasses. I kept so shaking it, it to wrong. get it to use, so. Or get it to fire. You can always eke out that last little bit of butane out of a lighter if you shake it upside down. Have you guys done that? I can't say they have. I'm bad about you know what I do? I just refill the lighter. Yeah, I'm bad about that. Mmm. All right. So first thoughts on the uh, Petrimonio. It's a little spicy on the retrohale. Is it? 
Yeah. Did you try it? Not yet. I don't think it's peppery. I think it's spicy. <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There might be some pepper on that. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? Pepper or more of a spice? For me, it's more of a spice. It's not mm-hmm. that peppery, but it's 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 a stronger spice than usual. Yeah, there's there's a little bit to it, like a turmeric or something along those lines. I guess. <laughs> I like that. I'll I'll humor you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I I suppose. No, it's good. It's um. I'm, full disclosure. Yeah, go right ahead. Full disclosure. My burn is kind of being a little uneven here. I've yeah. got like a spot that's burning a lot more, and so I'm having to correct, yeah. they'll, they'll, correct they'll the correct, burn. They'll correct it um, But in all fairness, I don't know how young maybe. Like, I don't know is, how long these cigars maybe sat. These sat about two weeks. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so they're still fairly young. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, ones that people will be seeing as they reach uh, storefronts, you know, after TPE. They're going to be sitting quite a bit longer. Yeah, they'll definitely um, uh, fix itself. Mine's fixing itself right away, so it's coming out really nice. Very good. Very good. Well, while we enjoy this, mm-hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about what you got going on? Because uh, you've got quite a bit going a on. A lot going We've on. We've had up a Martinez. lot going on. Yeah. Um, the last uh, I got to say, a lot of last six months. Yeah. We've been uh, putting a lot of things together, working with different companies, uh, creating some new cigars. Um, we started out with ATL Cigar Company. Okay. Um, and they're Who, really- and they're going to be featured on our show uh, next Tuesday, yes, the 11th. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yep. Um, so we developed a Black Series for them, and that's really been taking off. They're, they're pushing sticks faster than I thought oh, it was going to happen. They're doing gangbusters. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're, they're averaging about 10,000 sticks a month. That's crazy. So they're that's doing awesome, really though. good. Um, the Black Series is doing really well. We're really happy about that. So that's another thing that we have on there. And then we just finished off the um, the Hangry for Luxury Cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, that's coming out in May as well, and that's a really nice... Um, I smoked that last night. Yes, you it did. Was, it was yep. a good cigar. You guys have um, created quite a partnership with them. So. We have. Yep. We have. That's um, awesome. And it all had to do with, you know, having an event here with you guys um, in October. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. where, where it all really much came 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 to light. And we've, you know, we've had a really good um, run with them. And we have a lot more projects with them in the, in the long run. Um, we're talking to them about, you know, carrying a pulpit series with the luxury. So Very we're doing cool. a lot of good things with them. Um, but that Hangry's is a really good Lonsdale full body. It's got a great, great draw to it, and I'm um, excited for everyone to try that one as well. Oh, cool! And they'll have they'll have those uh, available at the end of May. Um, we have a couple of things that we're working on. I really can't say yet, but a lot of collaborations that we have coming in. Um, we're almost ready for next week's uh, big trade show out in Las Vegas. Yeah, so um, we're doing that. Uh, we're also in the works of uh, expanding our business or our our company, uh, looking at uh, expanding out to the DR and, and having a facility out there. Wow, very um, cool. Yeah, and then you know we're doing our changes in in house. Uh, we've added a couple more blenders with us, and um, yeah, it's looking really really incredible. Um, we're talking to Dan, and uh, he's going to be carrying the, the um, he's going to be the distributor for the New York City, New York City blend. And I think it's a great partnership. 
Dan uh, well, that's cool. has a way of doing yeah. things, and we're really happy about that. So wait, so, so let's let's dive into that for just a little bit. Yeah. So what does that actually mean for maybe other retailers that want to carry the New York City blend? Well, currently, um, the only ones that carry the New York City blend is our our company and Dan. And mm-hmm. anywhere else you're going to find New York City blends, you got to either go to here at the Riverman or at um, on MartinezCigars.com. But now we're getting such big feedback on the New York City blend that, you know, we knew it was a good cigar. It's a cigar that started with us. But the more and more we're getting people calling and asking about the New York City blend, and it just made sense. Dan's been really pushing it to people and yeah. giving it, giving us the feedback and just seeing how Dan does things. And we know he can get that get these sticks in other stores. So it's the opportunity for other retailers, brick and mortars, to come in, get these cigars in their store, and Dan's going to be the one handling for all that. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, you guys have had, in the last year, just phenomenal growth. Mm-hmm. And especially with COVID and everything going on, it's had to be a struggle, but it's a good struggle for you guys. Yeah, it was a struggle probably, I would say, about three, about four months ago because the uh, the demand and our production was really ramped up. Um, so we had to figure out what we needed to do. So we uh, brought in two more rollers, two more blenders. And uh, it's really helped us out in getting back on track, being able to keep up with the orders and then doing our own in-house stuff and getting our um, the new stuff out. So it's it's a big difference now. Now we have it pretty much the way we need it to be, and production's a lot lot smoother than it was. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn or anything, but, you know, Jeff, we kind of we kind of help promote them. Oh, we, you guys. We were, have helped promote. <laughs> you, guys were the, you guys definitely were the – the reason why we're here. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Your product is why you're where you're at. Yeah, no, I'm not going to take credit for that. We have, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think you could say that we have inadvertently opened doors that we didn't even know we were opening just because of the way things have played out. Well, that's the you know, reason we, that's why you true. get a lot of we, credit for it. We had the event here at Riverman that Dan put on that we worked with, and you guys yeah. you guys did a phenomenal job and brought in the rollers and Definitely. just had a blast. And you know, then the luxury guys came to that event from all over the country, and you guys were able to put together a partnership there. You've met up with these guys down at the ATL. I mean... You know, you guys are moving and shaking because of the core products that you do and the expansion that you've had is all part of that. Oh, yeah. But the, for me, it's always – we always knew we had – our sticks were always good and we had the product to be out there. The thing was we weren't known, so a lot of people were hesitant about trying – giving us a shot or even trying the cigars. Yeah. Um, once I got on the show with you guys, things really turned around. And then, again, having the event here – in October, really opened the eyes to a lot of people. Teaming up with Luxury Cigars, they're getting the 45s out to a lot of people. So it all goes back to where we met up, talked, and here we are today. And I, you know, as soon as I say it over and over again, you guys have done a lot for us, more than we could ever imagine. So he'll tell you that anytime. Well, speaking of things that you guys have done for us, how are the Bishops and the Gators doing? They're doing good now. We're finally getting them into stores. We're in about... Um, about seven or eight stores looking to go out another four going out or five are going out probably next week. Oh, okay. that's awesome. So we're really starting to move on. Uh, the Bishop's doing really well. Uh, the Gator's Excuse right me? behind there. Okay. The Gator's <laughs> right behind there. 
Um, I was about, to, I was about <laughs> to get butt hurt. No, 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 no. We're, it's it, the bishop. Bishop's doing really well. The Gator's doing well. Well, the Bishop's a great cigar. Yeah, it's just two different smokes. It's yep. not anywhere near the same. They're not anything in that realm. They hit two completely different palettes. Well, exactly. they do, and we've talked about that on the show before. How the the average just maybe like. Um, one or two cigars a week, maybe one or two cigars a month kind of smoker. Mm-hmm. They're going to lean more towards uh, towards Gator. But, you know, the, the cigar nerds, the, the four or five a day kind of guy, you know, the ones that are looking for something really meaty and bold, they're going more for the Bishop. Yeah. And so, yep. you know, and they tend to also be a little bit more um, vocal with their opinion um, and, and their thoughts and, and the promotion of yep. what they're smoking, mm-hmm. you know. And so... It makes sense. No, it does. It really does. I mean, well, I would, and that's the whole point because we both wanted a cigar blended towards our palates, and you guys stepped up and did a phenomenal job with that. I would like to say that I think it's shenanigans that Miss Cindy um, filled up the box of Bishops in the front of Riverman, but didn't fill up the box of Gators, which makes it look ah. like the Gators are selling like crazy, but that well, nobody's, are. nobody's buying the Bishop. I think that's that's shenanigans. <laughs> But you know, Cindy's got my back. You know, anything to torment you, Cindy's all in. I know, I know, and so that's <laughs> that's why I'm not taking it personal. So, you know, speaking of tormenting Nick, yes. oh God. So uh, we came over and uh, met Dave at the airport the other day to pick him up here at Lambert in St. Louis. And as we were driving, I actually brought my Jeep up and beached it at a midway point, top uh, shooters, top shooters, where we were going to have lunch that day, and beached my Jeep there. And then uh, you know we rode over to the airport. The entire time he was following me from our house where we'd done an interview earlier that morning until we got to Top Shooters, I sat and threw peanut shells at him on the highway. Yeah. He's oh, like, you did? He, yeah. he was cracking peanuts <laughs> in the in the Jeep. And like I just see this arm just out of his driver's <laughs> window just doing this shit. Just, just waiting. And I'm like, what is that? And, and he's, like, he's winging peanut shells at me in traffic. But what's so funny is he was doing that. And I think he he didn't realize that the black SUV behind him was not me. Yeah, it was a Toyota. It was a Toyota. And so I, I was drive winging a, the shells at some random. So like some random <laughs> is getting oh peanut God. shells just raining down on their windshield. <laughs> and they finally pass him. And then he and we're on the phone and he's telling me this. And I'm like, ha, ha, you know, so and then he started doing it to me. Yeah. Then he got behind me. And yeah, it was fun. It was a solid 10 minutes of peanut shell. So, <laughs> and and, and, a and they, were, they were oh, yeah. winging yeah. off yeah. of his car. Yeah, and great. then he was an awesome navigator slash co-pilot. You know, we're okay. on our way to the airport, and nope, uh, nope, nope, you know, nope, nope. we're coming That's up on the any ex- of that went. coming up on the exit, and he's on the phone with Dave, and totally neglects the fact that he needed to be a navigator and co-pilot, and tell me, hey, you need to take that way, not that way, and so, yeah, that is not the case. I get the Let phone me- call, and I just hear. Nick yelling in the background. He's saying no, but I'm like, all right, I'm here. He didn't. Uh-huh. Ask, he did not ask me to navigate. I was on comms because I was reaching out to you Dave. We're in the shotgun seat. That is the universal co-pilot seat. No, I was on comms and I was riding shotgun, so I had my head on a swivel. I'd like to for any. Activity. I'd like to point out later in the day when Dave and I were riding and he was in shotgun. He not only navigated but was also on comms at the same time. Well, he, he okay, could do both. but you did not. You did not specifically <laughs> tell me that was my role, and I was it's not fulfilling it. Not to me. It's un- well, you know what? That's so, why everybody says you're so a shitty navigator. So sad sack navigator. over here turned toward Kansas City instead of Lambert Field. That's why everybody says you're a shitty navigator. I 
never claimed to be a good navigator. I never claimed to be a good podcast co-host either, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a hell of a job. Oh, thanks, Dave. He's That's doing, one. He's doing a job. I'm doing a, a job. job. A job. Yeah. So, good job on a... <laughs> or, or congratulations, congratulations on, on a job, job done. done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! That's a great Seinfeld reference. So, guys, Patrimonio. What are we thinking are so thinking? far? I am enjoying the cigar. I like the flavor. It's not too meaty. It's not too spicy for me. Um, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, it's it's probably what? A medium yeah, body. It's a medium. It's a medium bodied mm-hmm. cigar. Um, I got a hell of an ash going. You do. And it's totally going to fall in your lap at some point. <laughs> Although <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's holding on well. It's kind of a flaky ash. It's a real like light gray Almost white, kind of slightly flaky. It's got edge. really nice yeah. marbling to it, yeah. like the black, the black lines in yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, hmm. the Arapiraca is really burns. I think it. That's where it's coming from. It's from that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did the retro. Oh huh? my god, that retro. Do now, it again. There, there's do pepper again. ramping up on. Do that. it again. There's, okay, I'm gonna do two in a row. There's pepper. Oh, ramping I didn't up know now. you did one. Yeah, the pepper is definitely more significant on the retro hail. Yes. Um, it's definitely grown. I'm I'm probably about a third in, and the, <laughs> yeah, it's the pepper up. has it, ramped up on the retro. It is a hail. stronger cigar on the retro hail now. Yeah, for sure. It definitely. changes halfway through. It definitely. changes pretty much. I would say it's kind of like Jesus' signature that that halfway point. Yeah, it kind of ramps it up. Okay, all the time. So. so we're almost we're getting close to the halfway point. We're not yeah. quite there yet, not but there. but we're ramping up for sure. So and this the the robusto. I always feel like. It's a cigar that you have to really take your time on it. Yeah. I think if you smoke this too fast, it's not really going to, it's going to, it just, it gets too hot if you just smoke a cigar too fast, I think. Yeah. So. Now, do you buy in, because there, there's there's different camps on using the uh, torches versus the soft flame. Like Nick Nick uh, used a torch to light up. I think you did as well. I used the soft flame over here, more of a big type lighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the Dan. Well, actually, one of the Dan head here in the uh, in the uh, lounge. What do you feel about that? Matches big lighter, ver- you know, big type lighter or Zippo versus the uh, I'm torch. I'm a big fan of the soft light. Are you okay? I feel like the torch burns some areas a little too much for when I'm gonna smoke. I never have that clean start to a cigar um, with the soft light. I'm able to just get it to where I want it to be, and it, it starts off my cigar a lot better than with the um, with the torch. I always feel like also the torch is so pointy at times where you're just going to mm-hmm. have that little hole in the middle sometimes it gives you. So for me, I'm always most of the time I'm going with the soft I'm light. catching myself at home lighting more and more with matches, mm-hmm. um, which you know is, is really a change-up for me, but it, it's one of those things where the, uh, like you said, the torch is... I'm almost like scorching the end of my cigar a little yeah. bit. Are you running into that, Nick, or you're still a big Torch fan? I'm still a big Torch fan, mostly due to the convenience of it. Um, I find that um, I find that when I'm using um, matches or not so much a soft flame, I've never really. I have. I'll admit, I haven't given like a soft flame lighter too much of a chance. Matches, I just find it too difficult to. Uh, to keep them going long enough. So I'm like burning through a ton yeah. of matches and I just feel wasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the torch, I mean, for me, it's really just a matter of convenience. It just, it fires right up unless Gator's dicked with the wheel. 
um, and never it, happens. Um, you know, and it, and it just I can get it done real quick. Yeah. You know, the key with the torch lighter though is you got to know how to actually light it. Yeah. You know, um, the key with it is to not put it into the flame. You don't want to actually like light the thing with the flame. You want to light it with the the almost like the heat coming off of the flame. So you want to make sure that when you're doing it, you actually hold the cigar maybe just past, just just a little past mm-hmm. the flame to where you just barely are kind of kissing the cigar with a little bit of uh, uh, heat. And I think that that's, that's something that a lot of people mistake. I think a lot of people just jam the cigar right into the blue flames coming off the jets and, you know... Mm-hmm. That that'll that'll scorch the hell out of your cigar real quick. I mean, a soft a soft light like a match or yeah, uh, outside when mm-hmm. you're out and it's windy, it's not really working. Mm-hmm. So that's when you bring out the torch for me. Um, but to each its own, you know. Definitely, you're never, and, you're never uh, wrong. You know, and it's one of those things too that when you're using a torch, mm-hmm. you don't have to spend nearly as much time with it as you do with a uh, soft flame or a, or a match. And if you are spending, um kind of a large amount of time with a torch then you're probably overburning the cigar yeah. as well you know so i mean it should light really pretty quickly if you're using a torch so what are you thinking i like the stick i like this stick too yeah it's good i, I really would smoke do this again so so what's the plan for this cigar then dave um well it's going to be released at a tpe okay and then it's going to be available to brick and mortars and online uh through us so, you know, hopefully we'll get them into a lot of stores. People get to try this and then get to try the whole line of Martinez. Any idea on a price point? Uh, we're looking at between anywhere between 14 and 16. We're not sure yet. Okay. Okay. I think that's fair. Like yeah. Two for the quality. I was going to say, for the quality of the cigar, I mean, that puts it right up there with the 45. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't balk at paying that for this. That's a, that's a decent price. Yeah, we feel like it is. It's we're we're not really. I don't know how to say this, but we're not really shortchanging it on on the quality and yeah. the tobacco in there. Um, he's this this blend actually has a little history to it. Um, this blend came out of the original blend came from his father's uh, notebook that his mom had uh, that she's always kept, and Sue's got to look at it. And he found this blend in there, and he just changed it up a little bit. He smoked it. He he made it the original blend and wanted to put a little changes in there. So the Arapiraca and the Cubanito blend and the filler in there is the change that he's put in. Okay. And it's it's a really good smoke. It's one of the one of the things that he's you know wanted to just tie in again to his father one more time. Yeah. And um, I think he's very done cool. A really cool job in doing. Yeah, this. I did. I was not aware of that. That's really yeah. neat. No, that is neat. Very I like the historical aspect of that. Exactly. Yeah. So then let's talk a little bit about TPE. So you've been really busy with getting prep for that. Like, I think it would be fascinating for people to kind of know, as a manufacturer, like, what all goes into you setting up a booth and having a booth at TPE or or one of the trade shows? Um, man. First of all, you get, you know, you got to secure your, your, your booth then designing the the booth on top of that yeah um just that getting your clients ready to come in cigars one of the biggest things is just tying in with the local 
um, government with the taxes and all that other yeah. stuff in there. And now with the COVID, now we're really like understanding what we have to do, what we can't do. That's true. This is going to be different. a significantly different show yeah, versus last year yeah. in terms of all the COVID regulations. Yeah, and then just getting ready for the show. Just so many little things in terms of um, information, how we're packaging it, how many cigars we're going to bring. Um, the design of it is one of the biggest deals because you're trying to figure out what's going to catch that person walking past the booth. Um, we try to keep it as simple as possible. Something over the top is not our, our style. Yeah. Um, we like to just feature what we're featuring that, that show, and this year is going to be the Patrimonio. Last year it was a featuring just us, yeah. the shop, so you were able to see the background of what our, our factory looks like. But, um, yeah, there's a you're dealing with cost of getting in there, and it's, it's, it's a high cost, but it, you end up getting that back because of the show and the things you uh, – the, the people you meet and the business opportunities you have, so it, it it eventually pays itself pays itself off. As of last year, you know, we had a great show last year. We had a lot of orders going out, but just before the orders went out, you know, COVID hit. COVID. So we were stuck with 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 those orders, but it ended up working out a lot better than we thought. So hopefully, we'll have the same type of success, but not have the the shutdown that follows it right afterwards. Boy, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> we're on the right track. I think. Yeah, I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. I'm giving up on my ash, by the way, but look at that. Yeah, you've probably made it to about the halfway point. Pretty close. That yeah, that's without, a gorgeous ash on without this Without ashing. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, why have you chosen to give up on the ash, Jeff? Because I'm afraid it's going to fall in my lap and <laughs> set me on fire. <laughs> that's valid. valid. Well, i tell you what. It held together going into the ashtray. Look at that. Look nice. Wow. That. Well, that's a beautiful white flaky ash. Man, alive. Huh. Yeah, what a gorgeous cigar. I'm not just saying that because you're here. I'd say that about anybody's cigar. No, I, just... I, trust me. I know you guys are pretty dead on when you want to say something, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, we, you know, you know us. We tell you. Yeah. Well, in that, I think, I think that's what companies need is feedback like that. Like, you know, I'll say this. I'll jump in here. We were smoking in here earlier with a lovely young lady that was smoking cigars here at Riverman. Yep. And. She had, I don't want to say the manufacturer, but it, it was not Martinez. It is a very well-known brand. Yes. Very well-known Very well-known. Like, to the point that, like, when when non-smokers think of cigars, this is probably one of the three that pops to their mind. Yes. And yes. that Would cigar you say? went to tunneling, canoeing. I don't know exactly what oh, it God, did. Oh, God, it blew out. I mean, and the wrapper, like, it was weird. It burned, and it was almost curling. Like, like it was almost like burning, like, in a swirl kind of spiral yeah, yeah like it's yeah, spiral you know, it was, like it really spiral weird. it blew out yeah and and i to dan's credit dan was great and hooked her up with another cigar and took care of it dave looked at the cigar and you know we were all trying to diagnose what was wrong with it and i don't know if we ever quite figured out exactly what it was it's just kind of spongy yeah it it, it, never, it like collapsed yeah it was really yeah. weird it was weird it was yeah. just it well, happens though. It, it, it's and that's our handmade products. Handmade products. Yep. You know, sometimes you just get that one because that company and is known for the quality. It wasn't like it's something they put out. No, and, and that's that. exactly it. This is a brand that has been around for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Everybody knows it. And it happens. And you know what? Shit happens. Now, I also so. didn't see how she lit it. You know, I didn't. I didn't see how it got started. Um, you know, to be able to really true. Well, yeah. you know, she you know. lit half of it and then light the other half or something. You know, I don't know exactly what happened, but yeah, Dan Dan took good care of his she customers. She was a trooper. So. She didn't give she up was. on it either. No, she smoked she, that yeah, thing. she hung in there Kept with it. Had it for yeah, quite some time. She did. 
So. But uh, yeah, and now there's something you mentioned earlier that I've never really heard this before, and I, I hope you don't mind going into this. But you mentioned something about um, a term "dead tobacco," and I've never heard that before. I, I, I that's my my uh, okay. way of saying it. It's sometimes tobacco just doesn't burn. You can you can light it, and would that be from the fermentation process? Yeah. From the yeah. you know, okay, because we we check it in the factory. Well, they'll just light a leaf and just see what the burn is, if there's smoke output, and if it's not burning. So if it's not burning, it's not good tobacco, and we just put it to the side. Okay. Mm. So that's pretty much what it is. We we were caught with a bale uh, one time where it just wasn't smoking, and we had to just take out a whole whole line of, of cigars in the shop because they just weren't. They weren't burning. So but again, just, that speaks to the quality that you guys put out, yeah. that you're not trying to just shovel that out and make somebody have to deal with it. You no, know, you're, no. You're, you're ending that process before it ever gets there. Yeah, and I, th- I think we're, we're lucky compared to most because our customers come in into the factory and smoke, and that's pretty much where we know where, where things might not be working well. Yeah. So, so you're getting immediate feedback. We're getting immediate feedback yep. from our customers and us smoking it, what's coming out so when we get one or two of our customers having problems and we're like all right this is this is gonna be an issue and we'll pull everything off and then just start another batch yeah interesting yeah well, yeah it's cool. the intricacies that i that i look to you and i've gained a lot of knowledge just from getting to know you over the last year year and a half um to what actually goes on you know because i have no idea what goes on yeah. in a cigar manufacturing and i'm facility. learning as i go i yeah. mean I'm only four years into the manufacturing side, learning from Asus, and um, every day I'm learning something new. And what, which I call the dead tobacco, is um, something I just learned not too long ago. So it's it's and then kind of clicks in. Like I see them doing things and not really knowing why they're doing it, and then I find out. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense, and just keep it stored in mind and share it when I can. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. Very. Well, cool. So, what what have you thought of your trip to St. Louis thus far? I love St. Louis. I think the people are great. Um, it's just it's fun. There's just it's a good, chill, laid back place compared to coming from New York City. He got to try Emos pizza. I got to try Emos. I did try Emos. <laughs> ah, yes. the infamous St. Louis favorite of yeah. plastic cheese ketchup on a cracker. Yeah. The square beyond it's not compare. Too far off of that. Yeah, I mean, it's we love it, but that's, that's it's not bad. It's just we, a different way, texture. Oh, and we love it because we have to. Yeah, it's significantly <laughs> different pizza than yeah, what you have. Yeah, it's not a. It's not something that I. Yeah, it's not something I experienced. Everybody was trying. <laughs> Everybody was watching him close last night here at Riverman to see if he was going to fold it over and eat it. Yeah, yeah. you can't fold. You could fold though. it. It's just cracking. It's just going to crack. I was going to exactly. say. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was good. It was. I wouldn't say it was horrible. I've had worse. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a ringing endorsement. I was going to say, St. Louis style pizza. I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, if you're hungry and you want to have something quick, it's a good thing to go for. Um, then at the side of the toasted raviolis, you guys yeah, call it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. now they're they're pretty good. They're oh, fried the ravi- silence. Yeah, no, we call them fried raviolis. So yeah. It's something. Yeah. It's the same so it's, thing. It's the same we, thing. We it's think it's anything. a St. Louis tradition, but it does happen other places. Though. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I like my raviolis normal. I'm not really a fried. I like mine right guy. out of the can. Yeah. Oh yeah, no one. Well, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like mine out of the hot, out of the boiling water. Gross, Jeff. Hey, I grew up on Chef Boyardee. Oh, that's just sad. Yeah, he said that today, and I was just like, I wait, know. I haven't had a Chef Boyardee in. Well, and Chef Boyardee, remember they had the meatballs, the quote unquote little meatballs. They were about like the size of like maybe like 
Cocoa Puff no, cereal. No, a little, a little smaller are, than a marble. Um, SpaghettiOs. Yes. Well, yeah, but it's all made by Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, those are those are bad. Oh yeah, yeah. those are bad. <laughs> Straight up little cocoa oh. pebble or cocoa puff sized meatballs, and you didn't know what the hell you were eating. Yeah, I was a fan of the beefaronis. Oh, okay. my, when I was younger, that was my thing. The beefaronis. beefaronis. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't had beefaroni in. A long time. Long I have had Chef Boyardee since I was like I was going to say. I'm not going to lie. Long I'll bust a, time since Addie loves the stuff, and I'll Chef bust Boyardee. a can open for her, and I'll sneak a couple of them. The little mini raviolis. Yeah, of course you do. They're good stuff. Of course you do. Now, we did have a really good lunch today, though. We got to comment on that real quick. Yeah, we went over to Schlafly Bottle Works yes. and uh, had a really nice lunch yeah, over was there. Good. You know, got really to... Good. Uh, Try some of the beers. Yes. And uh, the food. Yeah. Well, and I had the bangers and mash, which almost did me in. That basically put me in a food coma. That wasn't the only thing that put you in a food coma. It was heavy. (laughs) Well, and there was the hummus. (laughs) And there was the beer bread. The beer bread. And there was the beer. I mean, it was just like. (laughs) That beer bread came with a fig and bacon, like, jam. Yes. And that was phenomenal. That was good. I never. That's new to their menu since I've been there last and that was incredible. I've never had anything like that. That was good. Yeah. That was definitely that was was really good. good. But yeah, Schlafly, if, if you're not from St. Louis and you're coming to St. Louis, that's that's a destination place. Yeah, you it's need a to good, go there. It's, a, it's another local brewery that um, has got a pretty big following here in the city. and um, it's, it's relatively regional as far as being able to find it out in the stores. Yeah. Okay. But you know, they're real well known for their, their Hepweizen. Hepweizen, is that yeah. yeah. And they do like the IPAs and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. they also have a really good like summer kind of shanty beer yes. and like um, some ciders and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, it's good. So. Yeah, it was, it was a good lunch. So. Yeah. yeah. No, it was. It was, it was good. Outside was great sitting there eating outside. It yeah, weather-wise, it's been a pretty good trip for you. I mean, yesterday was a little warm. It was hot. But uh, yeah, you were not acclimated yesterday. <laughs> no, you were not. But today, I mean, it, it it was sunny yesterday. Today, it's been a little bit more rainy. Yeah. But today, the uh, temperatures have been, I think, a lot nicer. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I mean, welcome to St. Louis. If you don't like the weather, wait 15 minutes. No, mm-hmm. St. Louis is a great town, a great baseball town, which we coming from a baseball city. Yeah. It's a great town. Um. Yeah, I, I always recommended to come down. When uh, Dan's brother Kevin took me down to uh, Grant's farm, oh, and that's right, you got really the tour cool. yesterday. Yeah, that was really cool. And uh, hopefully, we'll be able to do an event there uh, next year or a year or so from Hope, now. Hopefully, yeah, that's a hopefully. Yeah, that could on. be a lot of fun. Now we are planning to have the event here again in September, we're, if I'm not mistaken. We're having a second annual uh, Martinez Ruman event here. In St. Louis, we're looking in the September time range. Um, no firm date yet. No firm date, T- but it, it's TBD. definitely it's definitely in September. Yep. Okay, guys. So block off your month. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's going to be. Or I know it's going to be a lot lot better than last year. Even though last year was great, but it was more of a uh, last minute type of put together thing. Well, last last year it was basically we all just looked at each other yeah. and said, "F it, let's do this." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. This on year the train. there'll be a little bit more of a plan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, last year I was on the train heading out to Long Island, and it kind of I was like, all right, I'm tired of being locked in. Let's make a road trip. And I reached out to you guys, and you guys spoke to Dan, and it was a go. And we headed out, and we had a great time. Just like and we got so lucky with the weather. Oh yeah. my god, yes, too. yes. Because I mean, mid October like that. Yeah, you go too much past that, it gets crappy. It here. was crappy. Yeah, so. but we got lucky, and for the short amount of time we had to prepare it. Yep. It was amazing. So now we're giving us a 
quite a big window to get this all together, and I think putting it together this year is going to be a lot more, a lot more things, a lot more more people to see, and we're 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 really excited for it. Very cool. Yeah. If you missed it last year, you don't want to miss it this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had people from all over the country come in for this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we had Colorado, California, Texas, Arkansas, um, people from up in Chicago, over in Illinois, and uh, it was a really good time. Yeah. Definitely. The ideas that Dan has following this year's is even yeah. better, and that's something we should probably start working on right after this year's show yeah. or this year's uh, event and really get it to the point where we have more than just our brand out there, food, the whole nine, and, and it's it could be something big for the St. Louis area, I think. Absolutely. Love it. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Very cool. Well, guys, why don't we get into some Ask the Boys? Let's go for it. Let's do it. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner! You got a question. You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Well, guys, it's that time for this week's edition of Ask the Boys, and we need your phone calls. We need your questions, so make sure you get your questions into us by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And, uh, you know, you can ask us about anything. doesn't necessarily have to be cigars. It can be about anything. And uh, we'll address and answer that right here on the show. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our first question. Hey, guys. This is the Purple Lady. I just want to know, what is your favorite drink pairing with your cigar? Thanks. Well... Thanks for the call, Purple Lady. Thank you, Purple Lady. Can I take the lead on this one? Feel free. I like fucking good coffee. It's fucking. What? Fucking. Oh. Is it? Fucking. Oh, okay. But I like that. It's fucking. Yeah. Like Boston. Boston. Fucking. Fucking. Have you had any? No, because you won't give it to me. <laughs> I have it. I just, you know. Yeah, I've heard a lot about the coffee. So yeah, he Nick will not let me have it, and he doesn't have a coffee pot. I it's. Don't. I don't know why you're holding it hostage. I hear you're gonna have one soon, aren't you? I really want to try that black breakfast so. blend with I my cigars because so. my pairing. Seriously though, folks, my pairing is coffee with cigars. I've done whiskey, and I'll smoke my whiskey, and it looks really cool. But I'm just not a big drinker. And for me, a good cup of coffee with a cigar is just the highway. It's the way to go. I like tea. I drink iced tea with tea my coffee. Tea, I, I drink tea a lot with it, too. Tea is not a good cigar pairing. Why is that? It just isn't. I mean, I'm just looking for something to wet the whistle. I know, but I'm looking for something <laughs> that complements the cigar <laughs> and vice versa. I mean... And I'm that's not... something a lot of cigars will do. They will actually complement the cigar I'm smoking. Okay. I'm mostly coffee. I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. So I'm not really going to be sitting there with a whiskey or bourbon. Um but a nice coffee for me is what I usually go with. All right. I had some, uh, I hope I pronounced this right, Stella Etois. Yes. Yes. And I had some of that the other day, and that is a really good, like, light, refreshing beer. And I had some of that oh, with a cigar. Pinkies and out. really enjoyed it. Pink. I actually didn't buy it. Kristen bought it, and then the she, yeah, she was the sharing glass. up. No, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I was a savage. I drank it out of the bottle. Okay. Yeah. 
hankies out. Yeah, I didn't do the whole. Stella. I didn't take the knife and sweep off the foam or any of that stuff like the commercials. But it uh, it paired up nicely with it. But yeah, for my money, a good we a good cup that. of coffee. We definitely need to see that. Oh, I can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on, we have another question here. Hey guys, it's Lupe here. Lupe. So first off, I want to touch back on what you guys were talking about. Tuesday, you know, finding out that Larry the Mute is not real. Come on, really? I swear he is. Not next. You're going to tell me Santa isn't real. Come on. Anyway, uh, fast forward. I can sort of maybe confirm the whole prison camp thing <laughs> that Nick was talking about. I, I won't go into details how no I know, nope. but I know. No need. So he uh, wasn't anyway, making that up. Stay safe, stay smoky, and go Cubs and oh. <laughs> dude, Lupe, Lupe. Lupe. you got had it. us right till then, right to then. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Sorry to burst your bubble there, Lupe. Um, I'm not going to comment on Santa Claus, but um, you know, Larry, Larry, just are you trying to throw people off the scent? I mean, the man has a thriving uh, auction business. Have you had a falling out with him? Did he not sponsor the show? Is that what it is? No. Are no, you defending just, Larry now? Yes. Okay. I've seen Larry. I, I mean, don't, okay. I've seen the man do his reviews. Now, granted, no one ever heard them <laughs> on the audio podcast, but I've seen the man. Who who was that if it wasn't Larry? I I mean, Jeff, are you seeing things, buddy? <laughs> I don't think think i was <sighs> but anyway. there is there is a barnaby though right there's oh, well, a barnaby yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, we're still using those there's characters. a larry too <laughs> <laughs> and there are, and there are actually for the record there are three bf chickens it was you know it's true referred to our conversation earlier yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly. no there, there literally are three bf chickens there are there well, there's a flock of chickens yes um bf has found friends it's Turned into somewhat of a gang. Yeah, a little it's, bit. It's disturbing. Just a gang. They're bad cocks. Yeah, it's a gang of just horrible cocks. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're getting at, and I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to me. Yeah. Oh. I mean, they are a gang, so you could call the members of that gang gang bangers. Oh, but uh, very, 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 very <laughs> but nice. I, say, I knew where you were going. Would these be cockbangers? They'd be uh, gang cockbangers. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> gang banger cocks. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. All right, I think it's going down a bad I, I road. Like, I, I think, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Lupe. Thanks, Lupe. Yeah, I think. I think we're gonna have to just move on and uh, move on to our final question here. Hey guys, this is Nick from My Monthly Cigars. Colin, hey, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, I'm just sitting here having a cigar from a uh, one of the My Monthly Cigar boxes. Uh, it's a cigar club for everyone. And I'm actually pairing that with a, a hot cup of uh, fucking good coffee. And I'd it like to know what it's like. I think you guys are having Dave Rivera from uh, Martina Cigars on today's show. So I was hoping you could ask him to address the rumors that the TPE cigar that Martinez is releasing is going to be named the Plum. 
I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, good to hear from you, Nick. Yeah. Um, no, it's I feel uh, like my plums. It's it's <laughs> it, it is uh, actually the uh, the patrimonio. But, but uh, the plum was a floated name for a while. Am I correct about that? In your circle, yes. Okay. But I mean, I you know. But I'll tell you, my reaction to this cigar. I can feel it down in my plums. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, th- so no, that's your answer. <laughs> so before we wrap up here, what is my monthly cigars, Nick? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess we kind of. Well, it's a cigar club for everyone, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a cigar club where you can get a box of cigars shipped to your door every month. We uh, we get the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. That's right. But then there's another box, which is uh, the. Uh, uh, Robusto, which is four cigars for $30. The Presidente is uh, two of everything that's in the Robusto box. Both are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on your first box or 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store where he has cigars and accessories and other fun stuff. And you can rack up Ash Cash bucks by buying stuff. So you get rewarded for uh, buying your cigars that you can then use those rewards for other fun stuff. And he does have the fucking good coffee. Fucking. Oh. Fucking. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> MyMonthlyCigars.com <laughs> This has been another Ask the Boys. Guys, get us your questions. Area code 863-874-0000. And guys, your questions are, are how we're going to determine... Who gets to come on to right. uh, Listener Interaction Tuesday on the last Tuesday show of the month? So, you know, you're going to want to get your questions in so that um, you can kind of audition, kind of kind of prove to us that you're, you know, able to hang hang with us. I mean, it doesn't take much. I mean, no. But still. We're you simple. Know, I mean, we are simple. Yeah. But... And and on days like this when we're tired and not really feeling it, uh, we need somebody to well, to carry the show. Let me let me oh, point Dave out something. Dave just party filed. Yes, Dave was holding out, and in fact, he was getting ready to take a I picture was, of the ash. I was. Yes, and as he was getting ready to take a picture it of the ash, fell. that ash just fell. It was a good ash. Did you get a, a, did you get a shot of it mid fall? No, no, no. I saw him. Oh, I, I saw man. him doing it. He was lining up the camera, and it just. Bloop, right in his lap. It was like, boop. I watched it happen. So Now, I want to point out Well, hang something. on, hang on, hang on. That was Ask the Boys. I have, to, I have to play the music. Otherwise, the people that like the old intro are going to get really pissed. That's true. Uh, I'm old you know. intro. I'm pro-old intro. So, so I want to point out, you, you referenced that we're recording late and we're all tired. The reason we're recording late and all tired is because we got here at like five o'clock to record, and we didn't start till eight forty-five. It's because this place was packed. You were just hanging out. Well, no, we were waiting. For you know what? We were waiting, we were waiting for, for day. This place was packed, and the thing about it is, when everybody, um, when everybody's chilling out in here. I don't want to get out the equipment and start doing our thing because I want everybody to enjoy the lounge. I don't want to, you know, everybody, when we start doing this, everybody feels like they have to get quiet for us. But see, here's where you know what I mean? People, the people like to be an audience and watch this. Yeah. And I don't know why exactly, but they do. I've noticed that at other places, they will stop and actually watch the show and we're somewhat entertaining in person. 
Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. Yes. Somewhat. Yes. Somewhat. No, more than somewhat. I mean, and you had those guys over at the hills just rolling. Today. That's true. We told some stories there. That's true. But yeah, Nick You've and heard I, them all on the cast. Before, I don't think they believed that. Not at the first. one. <laughs> they were like, what? We've <laughs> never told the one story on the cast. Oh, that's true. The one story cannot the one be told. Story. On the We've cast. told it in person numerous times. Yes, that is, been that is the, the in person. Do I know it? Yeah, you know it. You heard know. it today, yes. It's the one in-person story because... It might involve milk. We don't oh, yeah. know the statute of limitations on that. Yeah. So we yeah. don't <laughs> want to put that out in we the universe. We didn't do anything we wrong. We did not do anything wrong. We were just but tangen- we still don't we want to tangently get, yes. involved in it, and so I don't want something to come up later. Yes. so that's And, and that's valid. I will give yes. you that because yes. I don't want to go to jail for something I actually didn't do. Yeah. No, if I'm going to go to jail, I want it to be for something I enjoy doing. Uh, they haven't caught me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, you know, want to make sure. I think this would be a good time to gather up our friend Dan the man and let him come on and talk to you guys well, for a minute. How about while you do that, Okay, I go ahead and name off this week's weekly uh, giveaway winner. Go yeah, for it. So, guys, you can get in on our weekly giveaway. By signing up for the newsletter over at CigarPulpit.com. Just head on over there, sign up for that newsletter. Eh, one will come out eventually, I promise. And, uh, you know, as long as you're on the list, you can get a nice prize pack of Martina cigars. <sighs> and Dave, thank you so much for providing the, the prizes. I know everybody enjoys getting them. So, without further ado, how about we go ahead and name off this week's winner? All right. This week's winner is Tiffany Quick. Tiffany Quick. So, yeah. So, Tiffany, all you got to do, send me an email at nick at cigarpulpit.com telling me I'm the winner, giving me your shipping address, and we will make sure that you get cigars right away. And joining us now, in place of Gator, much better addition to the show, Dan the Man Ponder. How the hell are you, Dan? <laughs> doing good, fellas. How y'all doing? Doing, doing good. good. So, Dave was talking earlier, and I don't know how much you guys want to get into this now, but I figure, you know what, we can talk about it, and if we can't talk about it, well, I can edit this out, but... (laughs) um, Go for it. So so Dave is saying, you're going to distribute the New York City blend. That's what I understand. I got a call from... <laughs> got a call from my friend uh, last week or so, and uh, I was really surprised. It shocked me, but I was uh, we're honored uh, yeah. to be given that uh, um, responsibility, and uh, it was very, very exciting. So that was a great, uh, great news from our side, and we can't thank the Martinez, Dave, Jesus, and all the guys up there enough for uh, uh, giving us such great news. Yeah, yeah. So how does that work? Like I, I'm, I'm curious. I just for those people who don't understand what we're talking about here, how does that actually work? Well, if you want to get the New York City blend into your store, yeah, you have to go through Dan. Yeah, go it. through Dan. You now. have to get through Dan to get it. That is the man that controls on who's getting it, and we're sure everybody's gonna. No one's not gonna be able to get it, but he's the one that you're gonna have to go through and uh, distribute that out there for us because it's it helps us out as well because we have so many things going on that we want to be able to put in different scenarios where we have someone that handles a uh, particular part of what we're doing and i couldn't think of a better person to have pushed that new york city blend well and see and you got a guy who not only really likes the cigar because you really like the new york city blend correct without a doubt i mean i think uh that uh, that cigar is just absolutely (laughs) outstanding i learned a little more about it from dave he said it was one of their 
early blends. What, 1975, you think it 19- started? Uh, it started before then because it was his father's blend. Yeah. So that's the stick that uh, started the company. Yeah. And uh, it was unbanded for the first, probably first 10 years of the company until Jesus really came in, or probably longer, I should say, probably 20 years. Um, and then Jesus came in and took over, and they started putting uh, labels on and called it New York City blend. Yeah. Made a little tweak to it, had a little Nicaraguan tobaccos. Um, Jesus introduced a Nicaraguan tobacco to the company, and um, that's that's the stick that has a lot of is 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 what started our company pretty much. Well, as the industry evolved and it became more uh, Nicaraguan blends yeah. out there, Nicaraguan cigars available and tobacco available, um, it makes a lot of sense that you'd add that to it and amp it up a little bit. But boy, it's just a a fantastic cigar, and um, and. Um, if anybody hasn't had it before, boy, do yourself yeah. a service in, with the Cameroon wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan filler. I think you told me Sumatra binder, right? It's a Dominican and Nicaraguan filler with the Sumatra binder. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just just fantastic. The blend's outstanding, and uh, I would call it more like a real classic uh, traditional cigar. But I can see with the upgrade of the Nicaraguan filler being added over the years. Um, it's, uh, it's unique in many, 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 many regards. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've, you've given me a lot of feedback on it, what people were saying about it. And uh, it kind of blows you away when the comparisons that come in and I'm like, wow. Um, but you know, we smoke it so much that we don't really see it. We just know it's a good cigar and it's something that's like an everyday stick to us. Yeah. But hearing it from people that have never smoked it before, there's a lot of guys that I've spoken to that still have the, uh, New York city blend that we rolled here for the event. And they're just holding them on, and they're smoking maybe one since I just spoke to one I guy. I was at Red. Yeah. Red, Red. Red. He's the president of the uh, Missouri Asheville. Exactly. Missouri, absolutely. Uh, and he was Great in here guy. earlier today. Yeah, and he's like, I still have two left. I just smoked one before, and it was amazing. I just want to see what the other two do, and... It's it's good to it's great to hear you know yeah. it really is. Well, I think it's a cigar that anybody can smoke. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're a mild smoker, you tend to smoke more in the mild way. I mean, my gosh, that, that's going to be right in your wheelhouse. If you are a full body guy, there's enough flavor there and enough complexity that you're going to also uh, not get bored with it. and You're going to enjoy the smoke. So yeah, I think it I think it really it's one of those few cigars that I think can transcend the whole bandwidth mm-hmm. of cigar smokers. Very cool. So, obviously, guys, if you want to get those cigars into your shop, you can reach out to Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri, to uh, talk to him about how to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look forward to hearing it from everybody Yeah, we're, we're going to develop a, uh, you know, a whole plan on how we're gonna, how he's going to do everything. And then on our end, how we'll have everything ready for him. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a great, great partnership. We have another uh, opportunity with a distributor with the other – brands that we have so the idea f- that we're having is we want to develop a core line that's outside of the shop yeah so the 45 the pulpit series the patrimonio are the start of, of everything that we're doing um and the flat iron we're going to include in there as well but the flat iron will still be sold in our store but we're going to have the flat iron the passion and the uh don antonio uh, still being able to be purchased through us and that enables us to really concentrate on our in-house supply but then also we're able to know that we have to have certain amount ready for the brick and mortar so it's just what it does we don't have that much space we run out of a 250 square foot high rent district too i mean maybe maybe the highest on the planet right it's up there i just can't believe that your space is only 250 square feet. yeah it's 250 upstairs and 
I would say 150 downstairs. If you if you okay. take away the area for the um, the humidor, the walk-in humidor yeah. downstairs. Yeah. So we're we, we don't really have the space to have all the stuff in there and boxes. So we're transforming all our boxes to a storage space, and then the downstairs is converted to a just complete tobacco room. So we have all different types of tobacco and bins that we're going to be able to choose from. So we're looking at around 10, 10 different types of, of tobacco that we'll always have on hand. So what the best way of doing this is having companies or, or people that are able to distribute our product. So sure. it's it's a great marriage. So we're looking to make our lives easier in the factory and not really have to be concerned about where everything is going because we're at the end of the day, we're only eight people in the company. Yeah. And we're doing what we're doing with just that little, and we're adding more people. We added uh, Kevin uh, Fabuccino. Yeah, yeah. He's our rep now, and he's slowly getting integrated with our company, and he's doing one Boy, he's a great, job. great guy. I mean, I met him at the great, uh, great job. Met him at the uh, at the event we had last October, yeah. and just a super guy. And um, I feel like having him on here, taking over the the accounts for us, helps me out a lot because I have so many things going on, trying to do this, do that, and my, I'm not gonna, you know, I I forget some things that I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm I gotta do this and. You know that more than anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, having him on there is really helping out. Um, and then Jesus and I can really work together. You know, I go off of his lead and what he wants me to do, and then we take it from there. So we're really trying to really put that core together. And then once we start really expanding out, then we really have everything in line, and it's an easy transition for what we want to do. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm sure Dan, with all of his uh, strategic thinking and yeah. and past experience, you know, doing a lot of that, that kind of stuff, you know, definitely will bring a lot to the table for you guys with yeah. distributing that New York City I mean, blend. it all came about was, you know, Asus was talking to me because we're really getting ready to, to take that next step and have that factory out in Dominican Republic. And uh, one of the things we needed to do was like, all right, we got to really start pushing the New York City blend out there. Mm-hmm. You know, how, what's a way of getting it in? And speaking with Dan so many times and telling me, he explained to me his history and what he's done. And you could just see the thinking, the, the thought process he has on everything. And I said to Jesus, and I said, I think Dan would be a perfect um, person to take on the New York City blend because it's just that one particular brand that we really care about. Not that we don't care about any other brand, but that's something that, that is our signature. Yeah, and knowing how Dan is, and so knowledgeable on the product that I couldn't think of a better person to really take on that that task of uh, handling New York City blend. Oh, we so really, really thank you guys yeah. for that. And I, I guess it's seven sizes now, is what the uh, yeah we have the uh, the Queen, the Corona, the number seven, the Churchill. I'm missing one more. The Bandito, and um, not the Bambino. The Bandito. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who said the Bandito? That was uh. That was me. Oh, that was you. Okay. Anyway. Um, but yeah, we have those those uh, sizes, and they're all available. And I think uh, the one and the Robusta, the number four. Yeah, is you got a lot of there. great yeah. feedback at the event in October. A lot yeah, of people definitely uh, went after those. Yeah, I, I think uh, having, I believe between the the Queen, the number four, the Corona, and the number sevens, those right there are the four that really move. Um. The seven people really like. I just brought you a bunch of them uh, when I got yep. here. Um, they really move, and and it's it, 
like you said, it's a good replacement for some cigars that you can't get, and you want that same flavor. It's right there for you, like you always yeah. explained to me. So we're we're excited for it. Well, those bags are missing a couple uh, <laughs> already. Yeah, I, I got them yesterday. And not only twenty four hours later, they're they're already missing a couple. Uh, one's uh, one's at my house. Uh, I'm looking forward to smoking that one later on tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, of all the cigars we got during the event last October, those are the ones that just went. Uh, Went fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I would look in our bag, and it's like, wow, those are really going fast. Uh, Cindy put a tray together for that and made a nice uh, presentation there, yeah. and uh, it um, really has been a good seller for us. That's that's amazing to hear. And then you were able to try the Patrimonio? The uh... Patrimonio I had yesterday. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. It was oh, just no really a, an outstanding cigar. Very complex. Um, there's a lot happening with that cigar. And uh, I think it's one of those cigars you got to smoke a few times to to really to really get your uh, your arms around it. Yeah, and Nick's over here. Nick's, oh, would you I retro think it? He, I think he just retroed it. I just saw angels. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm in the final third, and I just retroed this, and it took everything I had not to cough up a lung while Dan was talking. But oh my god, guys, the the spice and the pepper on this thing ramps up so much yeah. in the final third. And I just saw angels, and my eye is watering. My eye is legit watering. Oh my gosh! With a big old smile on your face. Yeah. Oh, it's a great cigar. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to make it sound like I'm like, you know, ripping on it or anything. But oh my gosh, there's so much going on. Dan's right. There's so much going on with yeah. the cigar. And you mentioned retro hail. I mean, I've been smoking cigars for quite some time, and and I'll tell you what, uh, I kind of sort of figured out how to retro hail, not but just a few years ago, and. Uh, and I tried, and I tried, and I tried, and I just couldn't do it, and then I gave up for a while. But for those that are out there listening, I mean, give it another try. Yeah. There's a few, um, some YouTube out there. There's some uh, Google around. You can get some explanations on how to do it. People got various different ways to do it. But eventually, you you, you get the hang of it, and you start doing it naturally. And yeah. it does give you a different experience. It gives you a chance to kind of see more the blender's expression of, yeah. the, of the tobaccos. And so if, if those have tried over the years, I mean, don't give up. I gave up for a while, but uh, you'll eventually get the hang of it. Very much so. So, Dan, why don't you tell us how things have been going over here at Rivermen, actually? We haven't touched base in a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, things have certainly picked up a lot. We had a really a god-awful January and February, and I think that was a combination of, of a bunch of things. Uh, I think... Maybe people started seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with the COVID vaccinations on the horizon. So yeah. like, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys that catches it the week before my my jab appointment, you know, so to speak. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I think people put the brakes on and kind of hid for a little while and just hunkered down till they could get their shot. But I see things really moving in a real positive direction. I do think we picked up. Some cigar smokers during the lockdown. I really do think that the industry got a bump. Yeah, uh, Dave. I, I, you know, we've talked a little bit about this, and I think we've picked up some cigar smokers along the way. I mean, you're sitting at home, you're looking to figure out things to do. Uh, before, when I've been on, I've talked about how I think people are smoking them in the morning. The guys that are working at home, some people are saying they're never coming, going back to the office. They're going to stay at home. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, that we talk about the bundle cigars on here a lot, and that, that actually, uh, you see people doing that, but they're also staying with the premium cigars as well. Um, and uh, so that was a real real plus. We've, we've had some brand new cigar smokers come in. Uh, we've had some people that were 
um, kind of internet buyers of cigars. They've stopped by. Um, I think there's some issues with mail and back orders. And mm-hmm. and uh, I know during Christmas we got a little bit of a bump because uh, people just weren't trusting that uh, mail service, whether or not it was going to get there in time for their gift. So people have found us. They've kind of uh, understand the... Uh, uh, the benefit of having a relationship with a brick and mortar, whether it's your only relationship or part of your relationship. I mean, I'm kind of biased, obviously, but I think everyone should have a relationship with a brick and mortar, uh, whether it's, you know, a cigar every once in a while or whether it's more your regular place or whether you go there and hang out or you come in there and shop around. Some people like to see things and, and, uh, and get some advice from folks like Cindy that have been doing it for 15 years and the other Cindy's out there in the world of cigars that can help advise people. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get people coming in and they want to smoke a real heavy cigar for the first time. And we try to talk them off the cliff so that they don't have a bad experience and bring them along. Seeing some younger people, uh, younger, yeah. what I mean, like uh, late twenties, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, getting involved, uh, in the hobby and, uh, so, I mean, I, I think, you know, I think there was some real positives that came out of it yeah. uh, from a um, uh, from people finding this passion that we all know and love. And uh, so that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you've mentioned on the cast, I heard you previously, but we brought on a couple new lines. We had Espinosa a while yeah. back, but we brought that back in. It's a more fuller-bodied cigar, although they do have the La Creme that's, uh, that's smooth and... Uh, uh, and creamy. Uh, there's one on there with a warning label for for uh, uh, non-experienced cigar smokers. It's very full body. Um, the La Bamba, the 601 series. Uh, we brought Perdomo back uh, as well, and those are just flying off the shelves, as you can see. I noticed, and I also noticed that you uh, recently got in the uh, the Reserve 10th Anniversary the Maduro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantastic cigar. That was Cigar of the Year by Cigar Authority. By Authority, yeah. And this year. Yep. Uh, and uh, just a fantastic cigar. And, you know, when you walk in the humidor, for those that may not have the Perdomo, but you walk in the humidor and they'll tell you that you, that you need to get, you know, so many... Uh, uh, facings, uh, you know, uh, they like to have it about three foot wide on the shelf, and uh, and so so that it'll stick out. And you you turn in and you make a left in our walk-in humidors. We got cabinets outside, but you walk in there, and it looks like a neon sign. You know, oh, I know, with their with their shelf talkers. It actually, if you could picture this, um, they actually are folded into the top of the box, and then when you open up the lid, you fold the flap down so mm-hmm. now it's facing uh, the shelf as you're standing there in front of the thing and it really gives a tremendous presentation so I I really give those guys a lot yeah. of credit for the time the energy the effort that they put into uh, uh, with the presentation yeah, of the their box mar- their mean, marketing is on it's point just, it's just off the charts yeah. and I know they spent a lot of time I'm sure money putting that together but it really it really does stick out so you can't you can't be in that walk-in for more than a few seconds and your eyes are just drawn right to that perdomo area definitely Mm -hmm. yeah we were looking at that yesterday i was like wow this is a great setup great idea it was it was really really nice and visually you're just attracted to it and it brings you right over there because you have all the different colors but the box is there 
design. I, I really, really liked it. You there's, know, and those of us, we really are into the educational facet of this as well. And there's a lot of information on there and, you know, wrapper filler binder and things mm-hmm. like that. And sometimes when you get a, a just a, a standalone shelf talker is what we call it in the, the lingo, mm-hmm. um, in the business, um, you know, they, they, the humidity sometimes can crinkle them and they get kind of a little bit wavy and they end up on the floor a lot of times and you got to pick them up. So obviously they factored all that into their design. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just a really nice, slick presentation. Well, that's true. By putting it in the box like that, it pretty much replaces the shelf talker every time you replace the box. Yeah, on it the is shelf. the shelf talker. It's the shelf it talker. is, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So no, that's but, really cool. But the shelf talker is on the shelf rather than on the floor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and, and you know, and, and to your point, I think Dave mentioned the colors. I mean, you know, you've got, there's a lot of consistency in and amongst the marketing. It's like they're not, you know, the Habano uh, isn't different from the you know Reserve 10th anniversary Champagne, mm-hmm. which isn't different from the the Reserve you know Sun Grown and Maduro. Um, you know, there's a lot of consistency in the branding, but yet the t- colors, the the different colors, definitely draw your eye. Yeah, yeah. And when you look at a cigar like that, I mean, you you can see as you know, Rocky Patel kind of did the same thing. It's it's like a, it's a Perdomo cigar. It's a Rocky Patel cigar. Yeah. You get with other companies, you know, and um, it's uh, it's 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 the chisel or it's the uh, the digger or that's kind of the brand that mm-hmm. you think of as the cigar. In this, you just think of it's a Perdomo cigar. Yeah. They've they, they've obviously done a lot of work and research and studies. They've decided that the, the brand is Perdomo. And then and then the uh, the name of the cigar is almost kind of like secondary. Yeah, it's almost like they have like the, the if you're going to break it down, they've got the, the one umbrella, Perdomo, and then underneath it, they have all the subfamilies. Yeah. You know, but it all comes back to that one main brand. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas you might say... Um, you know, what are you going to smoke? Well, I'm going to have a Hemingway. Whereas you might say, what are you going to smoke? I'm going to have a Perdomo. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Or a Rocket Patel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. And not, not that one's right or one's wrong. It's just no, a different it's approach. Just, yeah. Their yeah. approach, and that's what everyone's known for. Um, we are have that mindset. We're starting to think about that way. Mm-hmm. Because our branding on the, on the factory is Martinez hand-rolled cigars. Um, but we're looking at something that if you look at the label now, it says Martinez NYC, mm. um, so we're really starting to focus on on that part of it to really have that recognition more on 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 the cigar or on the company. Yeah. So it's something we're working on. Um, I was talking to you guys about you know we're really going to start changing our boxes up for all, for all the lines. It make it all the uniform. box for this Patrimonio. I've seen pictures yes. of this. The box for this Patrimonio is gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. And I know that. Um, you guys have put a lot of time and effort into it. And, guys, I mean, when yeah. when you guys see this box, when when your stores get this box of cigars and you see this box, it's a gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous box. really is. I mean, you got the New York City skyline in a uh, uh, an artistic version of that. Kind of a white silhouette against mm-hmm. yeah. the blue. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Half Wheel does a, uh, a representation or presentation or product uh uh, like like an award for who has the best representation with a box. Okay. And they come out with that award every year. And it, it is an award-winning looking box. I saw the picture of it the other day. And Thank you. Congratulations on that. Very outstanding. Yeah. It's very a- simple, but, but, but elegant, but, 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 
but it just it just sticks out that blue and white really does something. And blue seems to be the new the kind of the new thing in yeah, stars. Yeah, starting to see yeah. that. Yours yeah. is more of a powder blue, I guess. Yeah, it's um I don't even know the name of it. But, but there's a uh, lot of blue it's kind colors of, yeah. coming out these days. It's kind of a I'd say it's maybe a little darker than like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. when you when you think of powder blue, you kind of think of like maybe like a soft baby blue. This is almost like a powdered almost like a powdered royal blue. Yeah. To a degree. Would you say? Yeah, the, the, I'm looking at the band right there. It's darker yeah. than what I was mm-hmm. yeah, picturing it's, on the it's, box. The box looked a little lighter, but yeah. maybe that was just the photo. Yeah, but the it, photos definitely made it. It wasn't really, you couldn't get a really good look at it, but it's uh, it's the the box is going to be the color of the band, which is really nice, and that white makes it pop out. Um, so on, on the top of the box, you're going to have what's on the band. And then once you open it up, you'll have that skyline of the city with the patrimonial mm-hmm. sign on there. It's really a really nice combination uh, jesus did that one all he was all him and really did a, he knocked it out of the park uh, it's outstanding yeah. and that's something i've seen you guys have done though over the last year or so is that you're you know the the representation the boxes and things like yeah. that are starting to you, you guys are obviously putting a lot of effort into well, that before it was just tremendous cigar and and uh and and, and, the, and the the presentation was uh was uh not not, not consistent with the quality <laughs> of the cigar but boy, you guys have really stepped yeah, in that no, up. Yeah, no, we had the. It's funny you say that because for so many years you're just worried about the product and yeah. walking in, and we weren't really in any stores, so what, we never had the mentality of presentation and boxing and just that little edge that you needed going outside of the shop. So everything was pretty much how we did it in the store, and we just figured, all right, let's just get the cigars out there, and we'll figure out the boxes later. But we started to realize that you know it's a huge part of of what you're selling. Yeah, and um, and it's you know for a small company getting boxes done and all this other stuff, and we didn't have the space again to, right. be able to have all these boxes in there, two hundred boxes of each brand, empty, nowhere, with empty air. Yeah, we have nowhere really to to stick, and we ha- and the boxes in the store are completely different than what you're going to see on the shelves. So you're going to get that traditional old-style wooden cigar box coming directly out of the store would be a lot different when you're going to see getting in the brick and mortar. Um, so we started really putting it together like, all right, we really need to step up the boxes in there. So now we're going to take, like I said, the core line boxes. Um, the boxes for the pulpits are going to be new. Um, the flat iron, the 45 series are going to be Completely all uniform, but a little different, a little more show, a little bit more of our style, and be able for people to see. I was like, all right, that's I, that I can see. I understand what what it is because we always felt like people were kind of shying away because of the boxes and the presentation and weren't really giving the cigar a chance. Now with the packaging and everything we're doing, I think uh, it's going to be a big difference and giving people more of a of of that thought. I'm like, let me try the Martinez out and see what it's all about. So yeah, we're excited for that. Yeah, that, like you said, that that uh, latest cigar, the Patrimonio, that's going to really stick out on the shelves. Definitely, it really will. Yeah, and um, the, the interesting about that box is if what you take it home with you, you throw a Bovada in there, and that's a humidor for you. It's it's that it's it's the cedar box inside. Tight. It's tight and it's it's a beautiful box to put on the table, fill it up with cigars, and just on your office or whatever. But when I first saw it, I'm like, man, that could be like a humidor. He's like, yeah. He's like, this is what we're doing. I'm like, wow, it's nice. Sweet. Is that a 10, 20 count? Uh, it's a 20 count. 20 okay. count. Yeah, it's okay. a 20 count boxes. So they're going to be in two different sizes uh, and f- uh, two different um, wrappers. Wrappers, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Aripiraca and then you have the San Andreas, which 
We're known for the for, with the San Andreas. That's our that's say. our thing. So we had to put the San Andreas in there. And um, I haven't smoked the the San Andreas yet. Um, really interested in seeing how that one goes with the San Andreas wrapper. You want to give it a little bit more time to be in there. So they're they're still stored away in there. So these these are still young. Yeah, uh, you're still still not there yet. But by the time we get to the show next week and then they get onto the shelves, we're planning to start shipping them out. After the show, probably looking at the first week in June, okay. when we'll start shipping things out. Um, so, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, we're we're confident about our product. We have always been. We've never shied away from it. Um, so I think this is this is going to be a it's a little different from what we usually do. I would say, but it's 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 a really good cigar in my opinion. I just finished mine, and um, you know the 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 spice level obviously did increase on the retrohale. Yeah. But it kind of also increased on the actual smoking experience, mm-hmm. too. To where I'm sitting here, I just put my cigar down in the ashtray, and I've got that those little pinpoint tingles going in the mouth, you know, where yeah. it's like there's that lingering kind of spice or whatever, sp- uh, spice or pepper kind of thing going on in, yeah. the, in the on the tongue and everything. And, and no, it's it was a great cigar. I I'm really liked it. it. You guys nailed it. Thank so. you. Thank you. Yeah, he did a great job on this. I was... Like I said, the original blend that he did on this one was way too strong. And we were talking about it. It's like, this is only going to hit 5% of the of the market. Yeah. Not everyone smokes a full yeah. punch-in-the-face cigar. I mean, there's there are those, but not enough to where we needed it to be at. So yeah. he brought it around, flipped a couple things around on here, and then I think he really really did a good job on it. Nope. I and, think uh, it came out really, really good. Yeah. And I like I, I keep saying, he's that he's that new blender that's out there. That no one really knows about yet, and um, I always tell people if you if you want to start a cigar, and you're really st- really start about serious about starting a company up, reach out to us. We're ready to do that, and uh, it's something we really like doing. So yeah, yeah, you've helped a number of people do that. <clears throat> yeah, so. no, that's great. Well, Dan, as we wrap things up here, where can people find and talk to you? Well, we're here at eighty nine eighty four Watson Road in Crestwood, Missouri, and. Uh, you get a hold of us at uh, com, but just keep in mind I don't update that very often. <laughs> yeah, Actually, but, I don't even know how to update it. You got your uh, you got your Instagram that you Instagram, do post to regularly. Yeah. You got your Facebook, and uh, and we're putting on. I try to get in one every day or two, and uh, if anything's going to be announced, I put it up on Instagram and then copy onto Facebook as well. So you follow us there, you'll be you'll be informed and uh, looking forward to uh, doing something with you guys later in the year. Definitely, definitely. And real quick before we let you go, um, phone number for folks that want to give you a call and, and uh, get 314-843-3355. All right, perfect. Well, Dan, thank you so much for taking some time out, and thanks so much for letting us uh, borrow some space in your lounge to record tonight. Anytime, guys. Perfect. That was great. And Dave, where can people follow and find uh, Martina Cigars? You can find us at our website at martinascigars.com, and then we're on Instagram at uh, Martina Cigars. That's pretty much everywhere you can find us. You can find Martina's here at Riverman um, and also at uh, Lit. We're in uh, Laredo, Texas at Smoker's Alibi. Uh, we're also at Max out in Palo Alto. And off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember uh, some the more. Smoke pit, the Smoke Greenwood, Pit in Greenwood, Indiana. Indiana. And then um, um, Man Cave Cigars. Yes. Man Cave Cigars in uh, Little Rock. Yes. Anywhere else? Um... Those are the ones I know of that yeah, have the pulpit. Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't have the list in front of me. But, yeah, we're we're in um, the, uh, the Humidor in um, Chicago. Okay. 
For, from the Gold Coast? Yeah, yeah, the Gold out. Coast couples. Yeah, we have, uh, f- we're in Guam. What? Yeah, we're in Guam. Uh, we're in a st- store out there in Guam. So, yeah, we're we're starting to get a little places here and wow, there. Wow. It's just growth, that. man. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, this is Gator. I'm back. So, Jeff, where can people follow the uh, Cigar Pulpit? Uh, they can follow it at the Cigar Pulpit on Instagram. Yes. You can also follow Naked Gator, which is my page, N-E-K-K-I-D, Gator. Yes. Yes. And by the way, I just want to throw this out. Everyone will be able to see my photo from this past Saturday oh, of God. my Naked Gardening. And I want it for the record. I had nothing to do with this. I wasn't present. No. I was with Dave, and we were um, over here at Riverman while that uh, photo was being you know, taken. I had nothing to do with the uh, naked gardening photo. I think Dave kind of wanted to come down and hang out and see the whole process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I helped you out with the, the staging. The concept. The concept. Exactly. We, we so, yeah. rolled over a few different ideas for the picture, and I ended up going, going in a different direction when I found out the bird feeder that I was going to use to cover my butt crack was too tall, and it was just going <laughs> to cover my back. <laughs> and I didn't know if that was going to go over well on the Instagram. Yeah, I don't think people need to see your ass. Now, if, if well, anybody's you, curious. You show your ass proverbially <laughs> enough on this show on I'm a regular not the basis. only one that does think... this. And I want to point out that if you go to hashtag Naked Gardening or hashtag Naked Gardening Day, you can see lots of other folks that partook in the holiday as well. All right. Well, where else can people follow us, Jeff? Uh, MySpace, how's that doing? It's, it's non-existent. Okay, that's not there. So I guess basically otherwise it's YouTube. Yes. And they can also call us on the Ask the Boys hotline, which number is? Area code 863-874-0000. Get those questions in. Additionally, we also have Parlor. Is that right? No. No, we don't have Parlor. Uh, you can uh, email us at, yeah. is it The Cigar Pulpit or Cigar Pulpit? Uh, it's, it, you can go over to CigarPulpit.com and usually contact the pulpit page. Yeah, and that's, you know, direct your correspondence there to Nick at a- Cigar Pulpit. Anywhere else that we can be found, Jeff? Uh, what about MeWe? I mean, I have a page. I don't really go there too terribly frequently, but yes, okay. I, I am on MeWe. Of course, it's under my name, and I have a fairly generic name. Um, so, you know, you got to look for me. Do we have anything else, on the Googles? Come on, Jeff. You're missing, like, Technically two, but you're missing like one really big one. Hmm. Is it the Instagram? We said we, those. We said the Instagram. What about? Uh, oh, Snapchat. I forgot about no, Snapchat. No, we're not on Snapchat. Oh, TikTok. Well, yeah, we, yeah. Our TikTok page is no, taking but I, off. But I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I had a suggestion as to something we can do with TikTok, and I'll talk to you two about it after we're off the okay. show because I don't want to like you know say it and have somebody else like steal it. Okay, fine. Facebook and the Facebook parishioners page. Oh, look at that. He finally remembered. <laughs> you didn't Dan, even have to prompt me. Did Dan prompt you? No, no one prompted me. <laughs> I just wanted to have a little fun with yeah, you. All right. Yes, we are on Facebook with the uh, Facebook parishioners group, so get in on that fun. And then there's Twitter. I mean, oh, as always, there, yes. There's, there's Twitter, but anyway. we do, Twitter? do you guys post? On, do you do? Anything I mean, I what I do with Twitter is I toggle the little switch, so every one of my Instagram posts go. Over okay. there. you know the problem. So with realistically, Twitter, not really, yeah, but the, you know, the problem for those of you Twitter, who are Twitter only people, you you can go there. But you know, my question would be it's not why? The greatest I don't even experience. think we know the password to get into Twitter. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my problem with Twitter. I have always thought Twitter was for people that are, think they're more interesting than they actually are. 
If you like Twitter, you can direct your correspondence to Gator. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> via follow con- me on Twitter. Via the, via the contact well, why should we follow page? you? Because you're just a goofy-ass celebrity that no one really, truly cares about. Well, it's the same as follow me on Instagram. No, 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 no. They like our Instagram page, and that's fine. But I don't, the, the whole follow me on Twitter just bothers me. Okay. Yeah. It's I, like you people aren't really that interesting. I think you would be good on Twitter. You should get on Twitter and start putting your thoughts out there. Oh, that's all I need. Yeah. Would. I would like to follow James Woods, though. Because I hear he's fun on Twitter. Oh, Unless he's been banned. How's the uh, thing with Pop Saget? It's going nowhere. Non-existent. Oh, okay. Yeah, going nowhere Although past. I did watch a video that he posted to his story the other night where he cooked himself a steak and some mushrooms and some arugula uh, in, a, in a pan on the, the stovetop because his wife was out of town and couldn't cook for him. And so, you know... He can take time to cook for himself, but he can't take time to just, you know. a pretty good meal, though. 15 minutes to get on a Zoom call with us and have a cigar. I, I mean, like a room. You know, I've got some growing. make whatever. a road trip to his house and just sit outside his gate. Mm. Oh, yeah, that'll go over. <laughs> yeah. That's how we experience what the inside of the L.A. County Jail looks like. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway. Especially after Jeff, like, threatened to kill him on the, uh, in the. That is not how that went down. <laughs> I mean. That you, is like the lighter story. That is not how any of that went down. kind of threaten his life. I no, mean. I said the last thing he wants is to be on his deathbed in, like, 25 or 30 years, whatever I said, and thinking to himself, God, I wish I'd done the cigar pulpit. But out of nowhere, he referenced Bob Saget's deathbed. So you could construe that as somewhat of a threat. Well, I, I mean, I gave him a lot of years, probably more than he's going to have. Wow. He's up there. Wow. <laughs> Says the dude turning 52 this year. Oh, I doubt I'll be around by the time he does reach out for the interview. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on borrowed time the way it is. So. You've seen me try Who to get up first, and down out of his chair. Sag. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, final thoughts on the Patrimonio from Martinez Cigars. Dude, phenomenal job on the cigar. It. I, I, I put mine out for full disclosure a couple of minutes ago. Um, I know Nick had a little burn line issue when it first started. Yeah, I had just a little I mean, bit. It corrected up quickly. Um, just just a phenomenal stick, man. Yeah, Great flavor it. to it. The pepper really did ramp up there at the end on the retro yes. hail. I'm going to say that. No, I, um, I didn't think yeah. he was going to get to the final third. Oh, I got through. Uh, oh, know, no, I, I made it through, man. Oh, I, I stuck okay. in there, so it was good. I was I, The beauty of uh, having Dan come on is I was able to step away for a minute and just sit and enjoy the cigar. And I did. It's it's a phenomenal smoke. And it's everything I've come to expect from Martinez. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And be sure to tell Zeus that. Um, he did, again, I, I, I enjoy the cigar a lot. Wait, you're going to tell say, hey, Zeus, he doesn't listen to the show when you're on? No. It's probably for the best. Yeah, let's no. be honest. The reason say. why... Th- Gotta, well, no, I'm okay with that because I don't know if I want him knowing what he's no, associating I'll you, with. I, I, True. <laughs> Valid I, point. I tell him all, all the things that are going on. The thing with him is he's in that, he gets into work at 5.30 every morning until yeah. 7 o'clock every day. And, well, that's a good hour and a half. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean in the evening? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I, I was way off there. So yeah, Some he, people work more than you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's there seven days a week. He wow. take a day off. Wow. So he answers every email, every call that comes into the store. So once he's done with work, he goes home and just. Well, and that's kind of like Nick and I with our papers. I'll have people reach out. Did you read the story in your paper? And I'm like, 
uh, about that. Yeah. Because by the time we're done with our issue, we're, we're on to the next issue. Yeah. Say, that issue's dead to me, and I'm moving on to the yeah. next one. Yes. Yep. And that's just the cycle that we go through. And I can imagine that, you know, if you sit and do cigars for 14, 15 hours a day, you're going to want to go home decompress before yeah. you come back in, especially I mean, at 530 in know, the morning. Yeah, he's there at 530, and then he's handling all the shipping, all the emails that come in. Wow. Everything, everything that, if you're reaching out to us and want to know what something's going on or if you I thought that's what you did. No, I didn't handle anything <laughs> with that. <laughs> no, not me. So he's doing that and I'm amazed every time like you just take a day off. He's like, "No, I got to be here." So, you know, you should bring him to St. Louis. He's coming next time. All good. right. Good, that's good, good news we just broke. That's yeah. awesome. He doesn't know that yet, but he's coming next time. Right? I, yeah, I look good. forward to meeting Jesus yeah. in person. Well, we'll have to take him to the nice restaurants, the ones that we haven't taken him exactly. to yet. <laughs> yeah. you, know. you know what? I'll step I'm going to say this. We took Dave to Zia's the last time he was we here, did. which yeah, is did. a phenomenal restaurant. We did. And Schlafly is, I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at either. Not that's at all. That's a good St. Louis tradition. That was good. That was very, very good. I mean, what's it called? Um Zia's? Zia's. Yeah. That was more of a, an experience for me because I was yelled at for half the dinner, so I that's didn't really true. get to enjoy it. I mean, that's because you ordered noodles instead, instead of, of shrimp. shrimp. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, responsibility for that. big change in the diet there for uh, Christian. So next time I come out, I want to try it again. Yeah. So... Well, we're going to have to throw this Christian... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to throw Christian a birthday party. At the event this year, even though it may not be on his birthday, we're throwing him a birthday okay. party. Yeah, we'll we have can, a cake. Yeah, we got to make up for lost maybe yeah. for the lost time. Last yeah, time. maybe a couple of dancing girls. I mean, we do. <laughs> we do have some pretty world famous clubs over on the east. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. We just can't feed them. Kinda. Just You're kidding, but it's true. I mean, it is yeah, true. It is true. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. All yeah. right then. We'll exactly. get him. We'll get him some shrimp. We're going to make up for all everything from last time. We'll get them all the all shrimp. shrimp. It'll be great. So, well, hey, Thanks, guys. Well, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, on that note, thanks so much for swinging by. Thanks for having me, guys. We really appreciate it. And, guys, the TP Cigar, we've been hyping it up for almost a year. It, it, it's, it's all worth all the hype. I yeah, mean, it really it, is. That was a good stick. Very good cigar. You're going to want to make sure you're telling your brick and mortars. Uh to uh, if they're going to TPE, tell your brick and mortars, hey, while you're at TPE, make sure you find the Martinez Cigars booth. Yes, give those guys a try, try out their cigars, and you know, give them an honest look. And they're, while they're, you're at it, they're put in cigars. the uh, Bishop and Gator. Well, that's a given. That we want you guys to be saying, really but, pushing the Bishop but it's and the Gator. Be said. But you know, I would fully expect that Dave and the crew at Martinez would be pushing those at TPE as well. Oh, they'll, By be God, yeah. they'll be there. So we're going to be there pushing they them too. Well, we are. Yes. We are. Yes. So yeah, if you're a brick and mortar retailer and you want to come by the Martinez booth, you're going to also get to meet uh, the Bishop and Gator. Yes. Ooh, right. It's thrilling. Yeah. I know that that <laughs> might that might seal the deal for some people. To Minor buy. cigar liberties. <laughs> All right then. I said minor, minor. Yeah, we're definitely we're C list. Maybe yeah, I was going to go D list, but you know we'll go we'll go C list. Yeah, we're not on the A or B, but by God, we're going to be there. You're getting to the B, man. I think you're on a B. Fair enough. We're not Delicia, but you know we're still there. It's true. Yeah, maybe we'll get to meet her. Uh, she's got a restraining order against you, but I hate to break <laughs> I'm it sure to you. She does. If oh, she finds man. out you're at the show. You know, you may end up staying in the hotel room the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. Think of the reality show, Gator and the Vixen. Oh, I don't know if that's... I, 
Yeah, I don't think that would fly too well. <laughs> it would be the ultimate odd couple. That's for sure. Sure. Yeah, because she knows what she's talking about, and she's classy, and then there's me. Showing her ass. Yes. And on a consistent basis. And gardening. Yeah. Naked. She might like fresh vegetables. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's so many things you could say to that. You know, the vic- <laughs> Gator and the Vixen. It'll be a great show on TLC. Guys, this has been It'll another... Be right s- after all the midgets. <laughs> this has been another sermon oh from God. the Cigar Pulpit coming to and you... People from, with 35 kids. From the JRE Tobacco Eladino Mobile Studios at Riverman Cigar Company. And the big, big people. Like, I'm, you know. I'm Nick. 600 pounds and all that. That's Gator. <laughs> That's Dave. Take care, guys. <laughs> stay, stay safe and stay smoky. Sorry, everyone. Dan. <laughs> I really think I'm onto something here. I don't. Oh. I think you're way off. Delusional at best? At best. Criminal, possibly. Gator and the Vixen. Yeah. Are you still on?